0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Clear to Close podcast. I am Carson Jones with Team Honey Real Estate at Realty One Group Goldmark here in St. George. And with me is my preferred lender, Ryan Bolton. He is currently with Synergy One Lending uh, here in St. George, Utah as well. How are you, Ryan? Great. Wonderful to have you again. Absolutely. Let's, uh, Let's talk about St. George a little bit and just the the area and why the heck people should decide to move to St. George, Utah. What a great topic. I mean, you and I are both transplants. We
1: both moved here. So you have this sense that you chose to be here. You know, it's not your hometown or something where you're like, I got to get out of this little dinky town that I'm living in. It's something where you had the whole world to choose from, the whole place. And I've been all over the country and I just love Southern Utah. Uh, moved here in 2005. So kind of during that, before that last big wave, and we're obviously hitting another big wave here in the 2020s, but it is something where I just loved it. It was something where, I lived in Salt Lake City at the time and hated the winters because in Salt Lake, you'd have the inversion. You'd have this just cold wind coming off Great Salt Lake. You have this beautiful snow. I mean, wonderful skiing, incredible stuff up on the mountain. But down in the valley, there'd be times it'd be stupid cold with no snow on the ground. And so you couldn't really do anything. It just could get inversion. They would just mm. kind of trap in some of that air in between the valleys. And we started coming to St. George to play golf tournaments at the first of the year. St. George has got some great golf tournaments. There's like two-day tournaments every weekend in like January and most of February. I I think there's like six and eight-week period, a big two-day PPR tournaments, which were ones with the UGA. So I kept coming down and going, why am I not living here? This is is winter? January here, you know, in, in December, I mean, it's much more like a Phoenix or Las Vegas kind of climate, but you have more red rock. You've got more color. You've got more 3D. I've always said that it's like you're in the painting where like in Salt Lake and maybe it's the same thing in the Rocky Mount where you were yeah. from, you had this big backdrop. You had these beautiful big mountains that were just kind of there. They almost look more like a painting where here it feels like you're in the painting, you're on the plateau, you're under it, you're around
0: it. Yeah. It just, it just is beautiful. And, well, and we can still see some, of, we still see the mountains with all the snow on it. Yeah, I mean, yep. It, half of the year, that that mountain's just covered in snow out here too.
1: I tell you what, one of my favorite photos that I always take every year is Coral Canyon, number sixteen, the par uh, five. You've got that mm. green green grass going up the par five. You've got the red rock down underneath it. You've got the sometimes I fifteen, but you got the red rock and then up above snow cap. It is the coolest little contrast between beautiful green, red desert kind of thing, and snow-capped mountains. It's yeah. one of the coolest photos. There's another one at uh, Saint or at um, Sky Mountain that's just beautiful at sunset as well, but I just fell in love with the area, and I'm like, I hate winter. I really do. I just do not like it, yeah. especially when there's another option. play a lot of golf, and that's what drove me to Southern Utah, but I tell you what, this place is special, and it's being discovered. It really is, it has gotten discovered.
0: It is, and I feel the exact same way about you. I mean, I grew up in very harsh winters and somewhere where i'm excited that i don't have to put up with that anymore and you know what if i want to deal with the snow i can drive an hour and a half up to Brianhead, and i can go skiing up there if i want to so we're so close to everything still that uh, whether it's just more golf you have i mean how many you've got well over 100 golf courses within two hours of here mm-hmm. yep. uh, down in las vegas um so, parts I mean, of Arizona. Yep. And then here. Yep. Yeah. And we're not too far from even like Moab and, and Lake Powell area too. So I mean, golf, of course, but if you want to go skiing or snowboarding, Brianhead Head is, what would you say? An hour and a half, a little more not than even that? that. I don't think it's that not far. I mean, that you're far? 45
1: minutes to St. Uh, Cedar City. Yeah. And then what, maybe 20 minutes up the canyon. Depends kind of on thing, what yeah. car you take up there. That's true. I that's guess. true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Brian Head is close. And then if you're into gambling, I mean, that's less than 30 minutes away, uh, close by. Neither of us ever do anything like that, of course. I took the under, lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking from the guy who has two aces on the back of his car. Yeah, Yeah. yeah yep, so. I saw that.
1: That's what I mean. It's everything but the ocean. I would say that you get every type of climate. Whether it's you like the desert, high mountains. Whether you like skiing, golfing, biking. I mean, the uh, Ironman is now here, the World Championship Ironman. A lot of it was have to do with Hawaii having so many problems with the COVID thing. It's like the real, it's the place for the Ironman. It really is a great place. In fact, I remember when they first had the Ironman here, they said, well, it's a little bit too tough, especially with the final, you know, the the World Championship around the corner. Mm -hmm. So they cut it back to a half Ironman. And many people said, no, that needs to be a full one. That's one of the better areas to do it. The city embraces it like crazy. We had the World Senior Games for years and years and years. So the city was always really good at mapping it out. And the community was really supportive of bringing people in. And then the St. George marathon has been going, I think since 19 something. I mean, it's, it's an old marathon is in the sense and it's really well supported. It shuts down part of the city and we all, as a city actually embrace it. It's not something where you get a bunch of people like, Oh crap, the iron man's back or the iron or the marathon. It's really something where even somebody that doesn't do those things looks forward to it because you get so many new people coming in and you, you can see the love they have for the area when they travel, and many of end up moving here and training here. So we have a very big outdoor community, very big on bikes and and running. You, I don't think there's a day that you don't drive by
0: St. George that somebody's not running or on a bike. Well, and and this episode will probably come out here sometime in October, mm-hmm. and October is the time we have an Ironman coming up. We just have mm-hmm. the St. George Marathon. We have the Senior Games going on right now. Mm-hmm. So October is one of the busiest times of all in in St. George, but. There's not really a slow time anymore. Yeah. It used to be when I was a kid, you come to St. George and May through August when it's hot, the place was empty. Mm. You come and you've got the place yourself. The go- golf courses, golf courses still slow down, of course, in the summertime, but they're much busier than they used to be. Uh, but no matter what time of year it is, people are doing stuff there. It's hard. I can't tell you how many pickleball courts we have in St. George. Oh yeah, yeah. but it's hard to find a pickleball court open. Yeah, they're always full. They have Uh, a new one, uh, an indoor one's opening up pretty quick. that that place I'm sure is going to be packed at all times, especially in the summer. And then. how how often do you drive by an empty softball field at nighttime? The softball fields are always filled, uh, soccer fields. How many soccer tournaments and baseball Mm -hmm. tournaments do we have down here for the kids? So whatever you're into, this is the place for you, whether it's senior living. I mean, Sun river is one of the most sought after senior living communities in the country. And then this is also one of the best places to raise a family in the country. Mm -hmm. So you've got a little bit of everything and it continues to grow a lot of people don't like the growth. Do you like the growth or do you think it's just getting too big? You know, it,
1: it, it it's better planned Now when I first got here, the growth was just kind of more shotgun. They just, wherever mm. things were going, once they opened up the Southern corridor and kind of master plan things that are out 60 and 70 years, you, you can really see that they've done a much better job with that. Like, Parts of the downtown or Ancestor Square is what it was called, part of Bluff Street, St. George Boulevard really can't handle much more growth. They really right. can't. So the master plans have done a much better job. So, brighten so things out a bit. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, San Hollow, what they've done with their master plan, which is out in the Hurricane Valley. That's been amazing. Um, The biggest growth area I think that's having an issue is some of the exits. If you get the Washington exit, Mm. it's gotten really, really bad. They're working on opening up a a bigger way to get on and off of that freeway right there. So that's definitely caused some congestion because like you said, uh, St. George has gone through these waves where it's very busy in the winter. That's where a lot of snowbirds come back. That's where a lot of people come back. And then the summer's kind of exodus out of the town. More and more people are staying year round. Yeah, they are. More and more people are, are not leaving. So you, but you definitely get a feeling like when stuff comes into town, you can just feel there's a lot more people. Restaurants are a little slower and you just have some exits that are a little bit harder to get on and off. Well, and then the, Zion National Park, I've seen a couple times where it's ranked like fourth in the country as far as I'm visited sure. National Park. I'm sure it is. Especially during COVID that um, you're always going to have Yellowstone yeah. be number one. It's just one of the most amazing places on the world in the yeah. world. Then Yosemite is going to be really, really popular. That's obviously a big one. But it's amazing to see little Zion national park becoming one of the most visited ones because it is such a cool place. But the congestion, the traffic has definitely been an issue out there.
0: Well, and we talk about the traffic and the, and the congestion around here. And the good thing is that's our negative that we look at Yeah, (laughs) and it is so much better than I, I think if you're, if you're living in any big city, you're probably laughing that we're talking about any type of traffic or <laughs> congestion because you could still, even on the busiest days, you can usually get places pretty quick. Oh yeah, uh, it,
1: it, it's really funny because yeah, when you when you come from an area like Salt Lake City, I mean, I was 45 minutes from my house to my office up I, up and down I-15, and you just knew 90th South, 106 South, you knew that 53rd, 70, you knew these areas that were just going to bottle, the, the yeah. spaghetti bowl right there at 72nd. If anybody knows Salt Lake Valley, you just knew you're going to get stuck. You know that's right. just an area you're going to get stuck at here you can get to almost anywhere in the entire county in 30 minutes yeah it, it's true it's true and but it's so funny now that i've lived here it's like oh that's on sunset i don't want to go clear to that side of town and it's like 15 minutes away i know it seems like you that's a long
0: drive yeah and and the one of the things that i've found of course you've got all the outdoor stuff that you could do yeah uh, but they continue to add other items too and they add a uh, shopping has always been i would say one of the negatives to saint george sure. yep uh the mall is okay and i mean we've got more and more things that they're adding to the mall and I know that they're renovating it to make it better. Shopping is one of the things that I've heard people say. I don't want to go there because they don't have a mall. Mm. Well, again, you go to Las Vegas and they've got a few of the biggest malls you're ever going to see in Las Vegas. Yep. Uh, and and nowadays again, it's like how much do you buy online?
1: Yeah, so much of it. Covid's changed things when it came to that that people didn't necessarily go out. They they changed their buying habits a little bit to more. Uh, online shopping and that type right. of thing and, and i would say I, I since 05 i remember we didn't have an olive garden we didn't have some of the things we do and now it's amazing we have just about every restaurant you really can think of oh Other yeah than trader joe's everybody wants the trader joe's that's probably the most talked about thing to bring I into in it'll, it,
0: it'll happen it's got to happen yeah, yes, I think, yeah i think
1: i uh, think i think where it's going to happen is on bluff there where that old kmart used to be Could i think that's going to be an area that where they're going to happen it yeah i think yeah, that, I mean, that
0: they're talking about big redevelopment of that area but it used to it, be I mean, when Red Robin came to town, that was a big deal. Oh, wow. (laughs) We're getting big chains out here now. It's hard to find a chain that isn't here. Totally.
1: Yep. Every genre, every type of food choice is here. Maybe not necessarily the, you know, we got the In-N-Out burger. So, hey, I mean, we're big time. We're big time. And the Olive
0: Garden, oh, man. (laughs) Let's talk about that real quick. And this could be a slightly off subject, but... What's your what's your favorite fast food burger right now? Oh man, I don't do a ton of burgers. I okay. really don't. Okay,
1: but I would say I've done that recently more often than I have in the past, just because I love the animal style that they they do. There's like a so secret you menu you're, okay
0: In-N-Out. Yeah, you're okay with In and Out? Yeah, I don't have
1: it. Yeah, but it's not like something where I'm going to skip. I don't know any other burger place to go, but I'm not a big burger guy. I don't yeah. do a lot of fast food burgers. And see, yeah, I, I'm, okay. if I'm on that
0: side of town. That's definitely probably what I would. Yeah. It, it, it's funny because they've just gotten such a big name now, you yeah. know, In out has really gotten this name where people drive in from anywhere East of here and they're like, Oh, there's an in and out before California. Let's stop here. Yeah. And for me, it's one of those things where I've tried In and Out. like, it's way overrated in my opinion, but I go to Culver's like, I think Culver's, which is just down the street from here. I think Culver's is incredible. Mm. Uh, and, and, and you get there and you, it's kind of funny to see how all the people from out of state just go towards the one exact thing. And so I think one of the videos we can make is just what are the best places to eat here in town? What, it yeah. doesn't, not just fast food, but all the good restaurants. Cause there's so many, but I will admit there's some bad restaurants, you know, yeah. there's some good, there's really good restaurants. And then there's some restaurants that all the locals know to avoid. And, uh, I. I the good thing is you're never going to be short of a restaurant. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to see a lot of places closed on Sundays. It's getting a little bit better. You're going to see a lot more places opening up on Sundays here. But um, well, and that's the thing. So much of it's new. I mean, that, that.
1: so much of the growth has happened within a 10-year period. So yeah. you go anywhere in town, almost everything's the new style, the newest version of Dairy Queen, the newest version yeah. of whatever is is there The newest soda shop and cookie shop. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, if you yeah. like soda and cookies, it's weird because we have such an outdoor <laughs> active community, yet there'll be lines and lines around these soda shops oh, yeah. because yeah. the dominant faith here doesn't drink a lot of coffee, but boy, they sure love their soda.
0: <laughs> My dad I mean,
1: they'll just uh, just come out of these shops with these huge drinks and they're always making them dirty that's or, you know, where they add like coconut or they add that's oh, yeah. what made these places really well, popular
0: is these little squirts of something else in them i remember my dad i went through a I've, i really never go to the soda shops it's just i had never have i'll just go to it. grab a can of root beer or something like that but it's uh my dad i remember him ordering it was a diet coke and it had like roasted marshmallow <laughs> stuff in there i was like what uh, yeah, there's something it. that's
1: dirty doctor. A dirty Dr. Pepper is really popular, which I guess is coconut or something. They squirt mm. coconut or pineapple. side, but I'm probably saying it wrong, but that's that's yeah. a very popular thing. In fact, they'll some of the advertisements for some of the shops will say they've got that drink because they know people are looking for this dirty diet Dr. Pepper or right. something. So, right? <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: but they're that's, very very popular. Yeah, it, little soda. That's shops a super very popular.
0: popular thing. We just got Big Shots Golf is in town, yep. which is kind of a. Uh, it's a lot like top golf i actually like big shots a little bit more cuz they actually use trackman don't they they do yep. so it's a, it's a little bit more accurate system in, in in my opinion so big shots golf is a great place to go we've got fiesta fun for the family so putt putt um, go karts all that type of stuff and i can see a lot more stuff like that opening up sure. soon yep because we've always
1: talked about and san hollow resort is amazing it's a place where you've got incredible golf you yeah. got Sand dunes, jeep safaris are very, very popular. They've, they've got this rock formation where they have these concerts that are almost like a natural amphitheater. Yeah. That place is really cool. They have little mini concerts, stuff like that. And of course, the reservoir is incredibly popular. That's where yeah. the Ironman does their swimming. Uh, what's it two point three mile swim or something yeah. is in that lake. Um, it's become a very popular destination when it comes to the outdoors. But there's always stuff getting added. Uh, yeah. Water parks are being talked about. I mean, there's there's a couple things that are being talked about there. And then of course, Tuacon. That's kind of an interesting spelling of it, but it's it's becoming a world renowned. It is uh, amphitheater because it's it's an outdoor one, so it's really cool to be out be outdoors. Uh, Brian Regan's a comedian that comes every year, make sure that this is on his rotation. Not only yeah. because he packs the place, people just love Brian Regan around here, but just because of that amphitheater, the way it's in the red rock, in the yeah. canyon, right in this little split canyon, is literally this. This school and this art thing, and they put on some of the best plays in yeah. the world. If you love it, it reminds you a little stumbling. bit
0: of Red Rocks, maybe a little bit more yep. because Red Rocks is more just kind of sitting on the um, just on the side of the hill in a way in, in the in the r- little rock chairs, I guess. But yep. here, I mean, it's a little bit more of kind of stadium seating, yeah. But it reminds you a lot of Red Rocks, oh, yeah. The I mean.
1: And Brian, every time I've gone to, he always makes a joke about how, how am I supposed to compete with nature? You know, he's standing outside and there's all this beautiful red, you know, slot Canyon type stuff where literally there's concerts, uh, comedy shows. And then, like I said, some of the best plays. So If you're into the art scene, um, you've yeah. got, um, uh, Kayenta has these art festivals, there's art
0: downtown. I mean, it really is. It's just amazing place. I mean, you and yeah. I just fell in love with this place. There's farmers markets. I keep talking about food. I must be hungry, but we've got, <laughs> uh, again, there's a little bit of everything for everybody. And depending on what you're into, um, uh, you'll have it. And, and again, now they, they've started talking about opening up an ice rink in Enoch, which is less than an hour away. Uh, so no matter what your hobby is, mm. You're not going to be far from it. Right. The uh, only thing
1: I say is the ocean. You have everything but ocean within that mile.
0: But even with even that, that, it's not, too far it's away, not you know? that far. And e-
1: that's where the airport, the Southern Utah airport, I mean, if you ever flew into St. George for whatever reason, up on the plateau, it was kind of a sketchy little deal yeah. because you had to kind of bank into At it knowing the, the wind yeah, that that's would true. come around that peak. And it was actually even FAA forever said, it's really not a legal airport. It's really not. Huh. Because it literally landed on a plateau and took off the plateau. But coming in would be some wind shearing would hit it. So just an awkward little landing airport, but it was really pretty small little, yeah. you know, Cessnas and stuff like that. Once they made the bigger airport out there and added Dallas and LA, and some of these connectors to salt lake and you can get like anywhere and quick. It's amazing how the, con- that, that those connections to Dallas, LA, salt lake, Denver opened the whole world. So literally
0: everybody that's coming in from the world can now land right in St. George. Well, and even if you left right now from St. George, I mean, it's, it's nine 20 in the morning when we're filming this you're going to be, you could be at the beach by early mid afternoon. Oh yeah. yeah. You could be, you could be sitting on the beach by early to mid afternoon today, yep. which is, which is again, it's rare for a lot of places in the country. It's, you don't have to take a plane if you don't want to, yep. you can, you can drive and you'll be there pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, that's probably the main factor that made us move here is you, you could, you could do a little bit of everything right now. The one thing, of course, for you and I is is sports, right? Do we have sports teams here? And and you know, a lot of the times the answer would be no. Hmm. But the high school teams here for whatever sport they are, they're really good. Yeah. And now Utah Tech is Division One, so we've got Division One sports. We got Division One football in the FCS. Um, baseball team is an extremely good baseball team yeah. with Utah Tech. Yeah. So we're starting to get to the point where I have sports. If you want to go to the uh, the Raiders games hour and a half from raiders game hour and a half from a vegas golden knights game uh utah jazz are not that far up here you could even just hop on a quick flight from st george to salt lake city and you're at a jazz game so uh so there's lots of options even with not having professional sports or really really big time college sports right here you're not far from any of it right
1: and that's and that and it's far enough and close enough kind of thing. That's yeah. what I like about it as well.
0: It's, it just, you don't far have enough to deal to where, with all the traffic. Exactly. It's a, yeah.
1: far enough away to where you can go and enjoy the snow without being in it. It's far enough away where you can hit Vegas to catch a show or a sports event or something like that. We just got, we went down to our casting crowns concert. It was great. Just going down there, hit the concert, yeah. grabbing some food, coming when back, back. Kind of thing. And it was all one day. It was not even a night stay kind of thing where you had to go down and book a room or something like that. So, yeah. and then again, you got Zion, you got Grand, the, uh, Grand Canyon is, is not that far away mm-hmm. to be able to catch the north rim of the grand canyon so it it, and lee's ferry is really cool there's a really cool drive around lee's ferry that's that's there and then of course uh, we've talked about a little bit but zion national park has gotten unbelievable reviews and they've actually been working on trying to have the city like st george absorb more of the traffic and shuttle people to zion because it's that close Mm. just to keep the congestion in the cars and parking and stuff like that and i think that's brilliant what the city's trying to do there maybe even in springville and, and hurricane and stuff like that um, so we love the area. I mean, we chose to live here. I've been here since '05. I can't see myself living anywhere else where yes, it gets hot, but I, I've lived other places in the country where you're going to lose three months to humidity, yeah. to snow or heat. And I tell you what, choose heat. It's so much easier to deal with. And when it's gone, it's just, it's beautiful for so many more months of the year here than anywhere else I've ever lived.
0: And, and one of the things, of course, that we fail to talk about here is real estate in the area. Ah, yes. And let's talk about, I mean, <laughs> it's it's looked at now as as it the prices have gone up. It's, yes. it's a little bit more expensive, but it's still so much cheaper than so many places in the country.
1: You know I deal with people all the time that that it's an interesting perspective. When people come to this area, they're I can get that much home for five hundred thousand dollars they're blown away that the house and a yard and a garage and all this stuff they can get here and be so close to some of these amenities mm-hmm. that you, and that's, what's driven the price up is so many people have discovered it that think that that's an affordable home first with everything that St. George offers. But then you got the guy that's lived here since he was a kid <laughs> making 25 bucks an hour or whatever he's making. And he goes, I, I you know, I, I can't afford, we can't even afford yeah. that. So there really is a big, because many people that are moving to St. George are bringing their income with them. So they're either working out of the area, working remote, or retiring where their income is coming with them. They don't have to derive their monthly payment off the wages in Saint George. And that's always been an issue. It's it always especially when we have these big influxes of price increases, is the locals get priced out a little bit. So yeah. you're seeing the locals are having to move a little further out, whether that's down into Beaver Dam, Arizona, whether that's even the Hurricane Valley's getting more expensive. It is, it is. Uh, central kind of kinda have to balloon out a Cedar little bit. Cedar City is growing like crazy. Oh now. man, Cedar's nuts. Yeah. yeah. And it leads, uh, Pine Valley, Dameron Valley, yeah. all these areas have really had to expand. But I, I look at that and say, okay, yeah, but you're still a 30 minute commute where most places their workforces are traveling in from even further than that. Like, I mean, Salt Lake valleys, uh, Vegas, you don't have a lot, a lot of people are, are living in the more affordable areas and having to commute to their job. I think St. George is going to be the same way, which for locals, that's disappointing when they were born right downtown or, or lived their whole life kind of here and have to move further out to, to commute. But it, it, it is all perspective it really is perspective that most people that are coming here really see the value at the price so you really have the people really screaming about the price or, mm. or raving about the price nobody's ever right in the middle it seems like they're on on both ends of the scale but it is something where
0: you get so much more home for the money here than most places that you really do i mean it's it's become the the type of place where you also have options though you have an option where if you just drive up 25 minutes to new harmony, then you can have your 40 acres yeah. and you can go hunting in your backyard Yeah. or here you can have a mobile home or you can have a kind of a mid-sized single family, a nice big two story, or you could have a mansion that's got 18,000 square feet on it yeah. and two and two acres of land. Right. Yep. There's actually a lot of houses here in town who have tennis courts. There's actually a few houses that have baseball fields, in their backyards, yeah. full on baseball fields. Yep. Um, but really, whatever you want to do with real estate, you can do it here. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I will say finding a place with a view is getting harder and harder because those lots are what the premiums have been on. And that's where the builders have really been trying to build these past few years up at Devario. That's, I mean, one of the best views you'll get. That's where we just built our home and places like that are going away soon. So uh, my recommendation to you is if you're not ready to buy a house, look at investing in land and look at Mm -hmm. investing in land with views because as the the longer and longer we get into it here, if you have a piece of land that's got views on it, that's going to start getting worth more and more money real, real quick. Mm, that's a good uh, point. So, so yeah, it's it's a matter of what you do want compared to if you want to invest, or if you want to find some place to retire, or just a place to to live at for. A couple of years. Yeah, you're talking about investing. It,
1: it really St. George was an area that really didn't allow any kind of high density. It was really something that was anti high density for a long, long time. Then I think they went almost too far one way. Now they're kind of dialing it back. Whether it's VRBO, which is vacation rentals, they've gotten way more popular because yeah. of how many people travel to the area. In fact, um, talking with a guy that was at the Hilton uh, was one of the managers over there. Said we're like ninety percent full almost all year. We're way we need more hotels and stuff like that. Yeah. So then they started building. A lot more hotels, and also adding a lot more VRBO designations. So there's areas that are designated for that type of housing, and those have taken off like crazy. Investors have gobbled those up like crazy, and I've well, done and many, many COVID, loans for them. COVID, the prices of those things really went through the roof. Oh, and man. now, dollar per
0: square foot, if had oh, the VRBO yeah. designation, was like double, like almost doubled instantly. There's so many more <laughs> restrictions on those now yeah. that it's it, they're getting fewer and far between. With that said, I uh, now late 2022 things are starting to change a little bit this time last year, there were not more than a dozen VRBO capable properties on the market. Not more than a dozen. And most of those were well into the one to two million. Oh yeah. There's nothing for anybody to buy. Now we've got well over a hundred options available for you. So if it's something that you're looking for a VRBO or an Airbnb, you want to be that person who, who invests in something and then you can use it as well as a second home. When you want to come out here on your own, Um, those are, now finally available uh sand hollow there's a sports village there's copper rock there's uh there's something for every price range you know yeah ledges uh there's different price ranges even this new desert color community has some really great ones that are right on the uh um, the lagoon there that they've built so uh so yeah it's a great place to invest in that and then long-term rentals we all know the prices of long-term rentals right now in terms of uh uh what you can charge for leases. With that said, that's not affecting the price of your house a whole lot right now in terms of what you're, uh, uh, what you're going to purchase it for. So a lot of people they're purchasing a house that is the exact same house as a house next door that's not able to be rented. Um, but you can rent these out long term for a significant amount of money each month. So one of those things where if you're looking for a place, you can buy a pretty affordable home, yet make a great um, uh, income off of it by renting it, whether it's nightly or long-term St. George is probably one of the best places in the country still.
1: Yeah. So we love the area. We'd love to talk to you about the area. So if you have any questions about Southern Utah, please post it in the comments, uh, things you like, things you don't like. We'd love to kind of talk about those types of things, but I, I, I don't really, I'm not anti-growth. There's there's definitely a sentiment where people have become anti-growth. It, obviously it's always about managing it. I think and they've water. done
0: people. They're yeah. always worried about the water.
1: Yeah. Speaking of which, so there's a Facebook group called uh, St. George word of mouth. It's got like 25,000 people and it's very active and it's just word of mouth, St. George. And so I just posted, say, okay, other than price, obviously price is going to be the biggest concern most people have. What's your next biggest concern? It was water. And so I've done a lot more research on what St. George is doing. So our population I think has increased by like 78%, but we use 33% less water. Mm. Because of reclaiming and some of the things like Vegas has done, the same kind of thing. Everybody in the West here has to just capture every ounce that we can get. We're back east; they're trying to get rid of it. You know, they're always trying to get it back to the ocean or back to the rivers with aqueducts and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But here in the the West, we have to keep every drop that we can get. And Saint George did a terrible job for years and years and years of not reusing the water because they had no reclaim facility at all. In fact. I remember for years we use more water in Washington County than all of Clark County. Yeah. Which is all of Vegas. Think about every time a toilet flushes down there. Yeah. But they kept reclaiming it. Like a lot of water would come into a casino. They'd use it four and five and six times before it actually go down the drain where St. George never did. So is it a concern? Obviously it's always going to be a concern. Utah is one of the driest States in the country and retaining that water is always going to be the next phase, but you have to, really educate yourself on what the city, the county has done over the last 10 years to do a way better job of recycling, using water, all that type of stuff. We have a lot of golf courses here. They used to use culinary water for those. Now, every one of them is on some sort of reclaimed water. Some are still on some wells, but it's amazing how you'll see a golf course just getting sprayed with water and people start calling in and freaking out that they're using all this water. But I'm like, that's not water that can be used. That's water that is reclaimed that's that doesn't have any portability to it it doesn't have ability to drink or take a shower in it yeah but it's keeping green space it's getting the tourism here it's allowing the carbon dioxide to get absorbed by the trees and everything like that there's way more environmental impact and use of that water that we just lose anyway going down the drain why
0: not use it to and if you get rid of that then it does affect the economy the economy significantly yes yeah a lot of people say oh let's get rid of the golf courses there's not a golf course this time of year that's not packed and it doesn't drive people here there's like we talked about it's
1: there's golf tournaments that people from all over the region know that's a really good golf tournament a great time of year to come here Mm -hmm. they'll come here for that specific reason if that golf course closes or is gone not only does that affect the real estate around it the environment that's around it Yes, it still uses water, of course, but it's using water that can't be used for any other yeah. source that's just going to go down the drain and having that going in back into the water table is way better than having it just go down, down sure. the drain.
0: Yeah. Big time, big time. Well, yeah, let us know what else you do or don't like about St. George. And if, if you've thought about maybe getting out of the situation you're in wherever you might live in the country or the world, um, call us and we'd love to talk with you more, answer any other questions. Um, a lot of people, they... Uh, they just decide after they look on Zillow, right? They mm-hmm. see a house on Zillow, like, yep, I'm going to buy it. Let's go. There's a lot more to the process there, and and Ryan and I can both help you in many different ways. I can help you make sure to negotiate the best price for that house, and also show you a couple other options in case there, well, there more than likely is a better option for you out there. Uh, with that said, Ryan, if you're looking to, uh, um, to 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 buy a house and get a mortgage. Uh, go through Ryan, talk to him first. And I, again, Ryan will be the first one to recommend to you get multiple opinions. And if you're working with somebody, a lot of people are working with these online companies, like, I don't know, a rocket mortgage or, mm-hmm. or a Quicken, whatever it is, but, um, make sure to get a second opinion, right? It doesn't cost you extra just to figure out what your price is going to be. Cause a lot of the times, Just because your rate might be slightly different, there's other fees on top of that that are going to make it a lot harder on you that you didn't quite realize. So make sure to get your second opinion, talk to Ryan. His number's here at the bottom of the screen, of course. And then if you're looking to buy or sell in the area, call me. And of course, even if you live out of state and you've been thinking about buying or selling somewhere out of state, call me first and I'd love to help kind of vet the other realtors in the area and see what realtor you should be using because right now more than ever you're only going to be seeing realtors have have success if they're out hustling Hmm. and uh, with this market changing you want to be working with somebody who's really out hustling and not allow that agent who's just kind of being lazy send you some automatic emails to uh um to get that done so let me help you vet who's the best agent in your area to uh to help you buy or sell real estate help have ryan where again wherever you're in the country he can yep. kind of help you figure out what your best options are gonna yeah, be. yeah we
1: have a passion for what we're doing that's why we're doing the show we want to help you whether you use this or not obviously we want to have you use us in the areas that we can help you but we want to explain the area we love the area we love what we do for a living we love to answer questions that's why we're putting this whole thing together so uh, our goal is to help you get clear to close so hope you enjoy the podcast please uh, subscribe please put comments topics anything you want us to talk about and we'll see you next week Bye. <laughs>